just waiting for this to start going. Let's see. All right, looks like we're ready to rock here. I see the uh, gameplay, the video going. What's up, everyone? And welcome to yet another evening with the, t the Xbox Roundtable podcast. Uh, with this being show number 230, the premier Xbox talk show on Sunday nights. This is yours truly, Invader, and hey, it's fantastic having you all here with us. Uh, earlier today, it was the Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase, and for the entirety of this show, we'll be discussing all of the announcements, reveals, and more from it, and give you our opinions. Uh, obviously, we're you know we're just going to be diving right into it. But first, let me introduce everybody on tonight's panel. Uh, kicking things off with Eric Shockley. Buddy, uh, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. Uh, so some definitely some things I like, some some things that could have been a little bit better, but we'll get into it tonight. But uh, yeah, not much. Uh, just been enjoying some the weekend, playing some games, and getting further in my uh, Resident Evil uh, remake. I see. I I bought it as a kid. I was a big GameCube fan. Had it day one, and then I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna get that." Resident Evil game I never got to play because I had a 64, and then uh, <laughs> you know I got part halfway in, but you know that game in middle school kind of gave me the uh, creeped me out. So it's like game was too intense back then. <laughs> so I'm trying to right my wrongs and <laughs> make it through. So, but yeah, just been uh, playing some Resident Evil this weekend. All right, sounds like a good way to. Uh... To ease into the weekend with some Resident Evil and whatnot. Uh, let's see here. Moving on down. Centurion Pal, what's up? What is up, guys? It is Sunday night, and boy, was it a fun state of play. Nope, that ain't it. Game Fest? Oh, oh what, what, what show? What? Oh, the <laughs> Xbox Showcase. Yes, the Xbox <laughs> Showcase. The one, the only... The thing that has people with the salt flowing, the satire going, the petitions are being signed. Xbox had a show today. Let's discuss it. Mm-hmm. That's right, my friend. That's right. And let's see. Moving on to somebody else here. Uh, Tim Dog, buddy. I know you were uh, early on making the rounds on the podcast scene. Uh, how you doing? Yeah, no, I'm happy to be here. I think they uh, had a decent show, a good showing, a lot of salt flown. Um, I see uh, my friend Jay, he's really hard to work, you know, my brother. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to go into this. It's, uh, it's looking like the Xbox had another good day, and, um, you know, they really kind of uh, set themselves up uh, well here. I think that... Uh, you know, I'll explain why I think that, that uh, this show is kind of a gamble and uh, why it paid All right. All right. Well said, buddy. I can't wait to hear your comments uh, down the list. Uh, General MLD, buddy, I know you were uh, kind of avoiding social media the last day or so. Uh, ready to dive into things? Oh, yes, I am. Overall, I was blown away by this. They clearly heard what we wanted to see. And I think they delivered, but, you know, we'll get into all that. Otherwise, yeah, just been uh, playing Elden Ring. Almost done that game. Amazing game. Again, first time Souls player. Highly recommended. But, uh, yeah, there's just so much, so much to talk about. Can't wait. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt, buddy. No doubt. And finally, to round out the crew, uh, Crusader, pal. Again, you're another guy who uh, was making the podcast rounds earlier. I know you're uh, kind of uh, running low on energy, but hey, bud, don't worry. We'll make it through. Uh, how you been? I'm good. I was on a Moochie's live cast today. Not technically Crossfire, but same channel. And uh, I was on Basement Radio Arcade podcast today. Both were great. Love, love to be in on both. Very tired, but we're gonna we're gonna have some great discussions because there was a bunch of stuff I'm excited for, and I have some comments otherwise. Yeah, crap, and the Brabs seem like they're best friends now after that uh dust up they had a few weeks back. Yeah, listen, I mean I've had dust ups with crap, and uh, I'll give that you one. Left. I that you one. know, uh, you know, we had some real, we had a really bad one. Believe me, it was it was just as nasty as that one. But um, I'll give crap one thing: he, he doesn't hold uh, grudges, and you know, he's uh, he he, he uh, I think he's come a far way, to be honest. And from what he used to pull on, but uh, you know, uh, I, I gotta say that I gotta give him credit that he doesn't hold grudges and he just uh moves on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has been coming around to Xbox as of late, so uh, you know, I guess that says a little something, right? So there's hope for everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, um, before we begin, uh, a reminder to everyone tuning in that you can find us on a wide range of audio platforms. You know the drill, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and many, many more. As well, please consider leaving a like for this episode and sharing it out, as we would love to have as many people here as possible joining in on the Xbox conversation, the Xbox and Bethesda show. All right, uh, guys, why don't we, uh, you know, without further delay, my friends, let's dive right into here, break right into things. And after plenty of months uh, deliberating and speculating what we could possibly see for the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, uh, well, they had it earlier today, uh, unveiling quite a few titles and, well, lots of gameplay. It's That's probably going to be the talk, gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. <clears throat> and I know everyone here is just salivating at the chance to lead off with this one. And to get us started, I will go over to... You know what? I'll start off with you, General MLD. But I know, again, you were avoiding all the possible spoilers leading up to the event. So uh, tell us, like, what, do you, what did you think of the Xbox and Bethesda show? Uh, was it worth it? I definitely think so. I mean... I basically been off off uh, on all of Saturday and even like post show. I, I kind of wanted to have my own take, not like affected by the takes of of everyone else on Twitter at the same time. So my pure take, not seeing anything else and any other reactions, I really really enjoyed it because first off, people saying uh, no gameplay, this no gameplay, that those narratives are dead. That is exactly what they shown. And they they show perhaps too much gameplay, like like a lot of gameplay. For for one, I'm okay. Well, I mean, let's just start from the top. Like also, Game Pass is pretty much essential going forward. That's, that's another narrative crushed. People yeah. thinking saying that Game Pass is not needed or uh, there, there, there's like a, some kind of drought or whatever. Everything you saw is on Game Pass. Even if it's multiply, it's on Game Pass. You had it doesn't have to appeal to everybody, but I feel like there was so much shown. Everyone has seen at least a few games that appeal to them that are worth keeping sub to Game Pass. And it's going to grow so much more from here. Like, they are really 
taking Game Pass seriously right now. But yeah, enough about that. Like, I'm gonna get into the games. Open with Redfall was actually a nice, uh, a nice opener. Like, I, I, I was kind of like, meh, towards Redfall, kind of like wait and see. But now I'm generally hyped to play Redfall. Uh, yeah. Definitely has some uh, prey kind of. It, it felt a little bit like seem prey, like gameplay wise prey, but you know, obviously with a different setting. But I'm looking forward to that that exploration and even the co-op elements to that. Forza was um that was just gorgeous. Like they're putting just as much detail into the tracks as they are into the cars itself and the physics itself. Ray tracing in game, they turn ten. Uh, I think blew us all away with what to expect, especially compared to what the competition is doing. These guys are taking it to the next level. I don't even care that it's coming out in spring. This game looks like it's like it's worth it. Like it's worth the wait. Like this will be the definitive console sim, like racing sim, like for the generation, easily. Uh the Kojima partnership, that was a nice surprise. Of course it's still early on, years away, but the fact that they they partnered with Xbox Game Studios means that you know, it does seem like what? Is Xbox ecosystem exclusive? That's great. That's also that's a historic partnership. Can't wait to see what they do with that. Um, Starfield. Okay, well, I'll leave Starfield for the end. But uh, some nice time exclusives. Arc 2, Scorn, uh, High on Life. I'm a big Rick and Morty fan, so that was a nice thing. Flintlock. That looks good. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that looks really interesting. Uh, Flintlock. Let's see. Grounded being finished. Pentiment. I, I'm actually really looking forward to Pentiment. I know yeah. it's not that kind of game that people online are going to like be really bragging about. Like, and, right. you know, but it's you not really about that. You Wait, love Stu Stu Valley game, and it's yeah. kind of like that, you know. So yeah. you you've had a history of liking those games. Oh yeah, like this is one of those like, despite how it looks, it looks like an indie game, sure. But this is like, right. this looks like a premier like choice driven kind of game, and that is way up my alley. So I, it may be a smaller game, but I'm definitely looking forward to that. Pentiment, that's one of my most uh, anticipated games this year. Um, Flight Sim, that, that was actually a nice surprise seeing the Pelican was introduced in Flight Sim. That was pretty, that was pretty cool to see. Like, I might try, you know, here and there, but that, that was pretty good. Plague Tale 2, see more of that. Game Pass Day 1, multiply, but that's okay. We get the preferential treatment. Minecraft Legends was very nice. Like, I, I, the rumors kind of said like a, stra like some kind of strategy game or whatever. But now we get like this action game, like action uh, adventure game. Okay. Great, like Minecraft's a great IP. Like this, this works. It fits. Persona coming to Xbox. That's historic. Never happened before. So just shows the where, where the generation is going. Uh, let's see here. Dus Dusk Falls again. A smaller game. It's experimental game. But if the story's good, hey, why not? If they say the story was like impactful and depends on your choices and all that stuff, I mean, okay. I'll give it a shot. Hopefully the story blows me away. But I think, of course, I think Starfield, I think, well, I think most of us can agree. I think Starfield stole the show. People have been yeah. saying Starfield gameplay this, gameplay that, show us gameplay. Oh, they showed us gameplay, all right. Like, and it's, <laughs> the scale is so big. Like, yeah. it's not No Man's Sky big, but that, 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 in my opinion, that's a good thing. Like, I want, like, there's still a thousand planets to explore. Explored the whole planet, like space universes or whatever. Oh yeah, like that's it's huge. Again, like I just played Mass Effect not too long ago, and this is like 
a fully it's, it's like it's more fully realized taking full advantage of the next gen tech like this game looks huge graphics look great like seeing the the, the, the dialogue their face the characters faces up close it, like it looks it looks pretty good the gunplay was nice like i'm, I'm just blown away by it. it it's even the little things like being able to customize your own ship like that that to me is just I, I love that kind of stuff it's personalized that that's the beauty of what bethesda does your game is personalized to what you want and how you want to play so therefore the ship combat exploration uh that, that was all tailored to how you build your ship that that's amazing so the outpost and crew members and how you can personalize it with people you meet along your along your journey this is a game i can see myself putting you know at least 100 plus hours into easily easily and uh I, i'm glad i'm glad the game got delayed so they can put the the time necessary into this game make it the game we all want it to be so that that is pretty good i do have some uh do i do have some minor criticisms mm-hmm. uh i do think the the omissions of avowed and golden eye uh, i i think were noticeable by me but in the end I, i'm just nitpicking like I feel like um, doing an extended showcase of Starfield was the right call to do. And uh, for an Obsidian, it was better for Obsidian to highlight Pentiment and Grounded 1.0. I feel like eh, they, they deserve to be to be put a little more in the spotlight and not let Avowed steal Obsidian's uh, no steal Obsidian's showings. Avowed could be shown later in the year. That that's okay. And even Goldeneye. Goldeneye is a smaller game. It's nostalgic, sure, but I feel like they can save that for something else later in the year too. Even things like. Uh, the rumored Quake reboots or whatever that could be like in QuakeCon later this summer. So I feel like they packed in this show like so much. Like it wasn't much talking either. It wasn't bloated. Like Sarah Bond talked a little bit, Phil talked a little bit, but otherwise it was game after game after game after game. Like what more could we want? Mm-hmm. Like they 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 crammed in so many games in in that ninety minute window. I feel like yeah. You got shows later in the year that they can show whatever they didn't show here, and I got no problem with that. Mm-hmm. So overall, this, this, to my opinion, the show is like at least I, I would rate a nine out of ten, easily. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. This the opinion of just someone, like an X, a big Xbox fan, waiting for Xbox to really show their stuff. You know, again, like it's all gameplay. There wasn't much CG trailers. Like they well, showed the gameplay. So I think. Like, I think if you're being honest, uh, the gameplay that they showed for Redfall was, turned out better than I think most expected. I agree with you. Uh, didn't really know what it was going to be about, and now that game is looks really sick. Um, Forza, you know, it's just they're they're a man among boys. I mean, they, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to put down Polydiffity, but um, because they are very good at what they do. But there's always levels to this, and you know I think that for as a tech turn ten just showed that there's just leagues above it. I mean, uh, just just really wowed us with with what they 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 got going on. Really impressed that they have the ray tracing on track in game. Um, so that was spectacular. And then uh, you know Starfield, uh, which to me uh, looks like the biggest game made of all time. And uh, I think it showed very well. Uh, yeah, did it have uh, frame rate issues? Of course. Did it have little things that, that could be touched up? Yes, it's going to be touched up as a year out. Um, but for me, and I talked about this when we were doing the introductions, I felt that Xbox 
went with the gamble here. And the gamble was that they're going to only show 12 months out and they're going to see if this can all hold up. And I do believe it all held up. My, my, you know, they showed over 50 games going to Game Pass or coming to Xbox. I think 35 coming in in the next year. Um, so, uh, you know, super impressive with that. You know, you're going to be pretty much getting a game or two a month. Uh, and that's not including the games that they showed at the Keegley show, which was four, uh, four pretty decent games that look pretty good. Um, and two teenage big ninja turtles being one of them. Um, overall, I like I, I have the the the, the, uh, the I have it rated like an eight point five. Um, I felt that uh, they they could have done some stuff a little bit differently. Maybe kept that PC uh, the 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 Valorant the, uh, and, and the Legends um, for the Tuesday show. And maybe slot it out, maybe put like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, for that. Because, uh, like I said, um, I really believe that they, uh, I really believe that they um, did a gamble here and it's going to pay off. And why I say that is because um, they got a vowed. You have In Exiles game, you have Compulsions, you have. Uh, Indiana Jones, you have Hellblade 2, you have, um, uh, you know, a bunch of other games, Obsidian's Outer Worlds 2. I mean, you have about 10 IPs that now you can, like, kind of really, uh, you know, shape up the next year and the, and the shows that are upcoming. So, uh, you know, gaming games, you're going to have, you're going to have some gameplay of something. You're going to have an announcement. If you want to do an XO 2022, you're going to have stuff. Um, And that's not to mention all these projects that they have with global publishing. Uh, You know, so they have set themselves up for the future. The only thing they take away, take away is 22 is lacking that that exclusive. But listen, I feel, you know, they kind of help themselves when they have Dark Tide, uh, they have Forza Horizon. Dark Forza Horizon Five expansion pack, Dark Tide, Scorn, uh, Scorn, uh, the the, the uh, High Life. What is it called? High Life, I guess it's called. Oh, life is good. Persona, Persona Five, Persona Five, Persona Four, Persona Three. If you really want to get crazy, we don't know if it. those are heading this year. Okay, yeah, Persona Five is though. We do Persona know Five is. We don't know about the other two. The other two aren't dated. We do have okay. the uh, Overwatch beta, the Overwatch 2 beta as well. If I'm right, we have the Overwatch 2 beta. Uh, you know, so I think that the next six months or the next the next bridge to get us to uh, the, those AAAs uh, are going to happen. Uh, where it's going gonna, it's gonna to be not as, as annoying or as bad as it was. Listen, 2022 is going to go down for them as one of their lowest years ever, maybe lowest ever because they didn't have a triple A. But 2023 is going to just bounce right back to probably undeniably their biggest year ever, uh, especially if they get the Activision deal. Um, you're talking about 10, 11 triple A IPs, day one game pass, some exclusive game of the year contender, Starfield, 
Uh, you know, listen, Starfield, Starfield, the show was about a seven for me until Starfield. And that's why I say uh, there was a gamble because if Starfield didn't show the way it did, in my, 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 uh, in my opinion, I, I think that it would have, you know, would have been, it wouldn't have been good. I think it would have, it would have been a gamble that failed. But the gamble was is that could Starfield hold up, and it held up and exceeded my expectations. Uh, I saw Skulls, uh, who's a big guy uh, in the community, Maddie, mm-hmm. uh, Maddie. Maddie plays. Uh, people, listen. I trust those guys when it comes to to this stuff. I'm not going to trust somebody who has hate and wants to, you know, shoot down the game because it was once a PlayStation exclusive for a year. Uh, they would have loved the game. If they, if this game was a multiplayer, or if this game was if this game was a PlayStation exclusive for a year. Those guys would not be shut up about it. So I can't take any of them serious. There's a lot of salty people out there right now. Um, they're trying to say that this is a bad show. Uh, but it looks like the the masses and the just general public uh, and the analytics are all showing that, that Xbox uh, had a really good show. Jim Keighley is over 8,000 votes. 39% give it an A. 33% give it a B. The rest round out. But that's over seventy-two percent giving it a B or above. Listen, man, they, they had that gamble. Uh, I'm very happy with what I saw. I rewatched it. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys did. When I rewatched that Redfall uh, thing, and I'm just like, wow. I'm like, this game is awesome. And then I see the the, the Forza is just like, you know, what they do. And then Starfield, they rewatched that, and I was just like, this is insane. Um, so yeah, they. They 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 play they play a gamble here and and I'm just happy to say that it it really uh you know improved it, it itself and now you have Game Pass which uh you know MLD said it is essential like these people were saying that they're canceling their uh, their their Game Pass are full of shit there is so much stuff coming go look at that list and that doesn't even include stuff like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All the games that were announced, uh, like it, did, it doesn't even include. I don't think everything that it is. Like tennis is coming. Like for me, I'm looking for that. Looking forward to that tennis game. I heard it's pretty good. Been kind of following. I like tennis. Um, so yeah, man, I'm just very happy as an Xbox gamer. I, I don't think anybody should be unhappy right now as an Xbox gamer. They are giving you games. You know that this is all coming to a T. This is all coming. You know, uh, you know, they get they're also showing Diablo on the Xbox Series X. I think that was a very good sign. Having Rod yeah. there was very nice. Uh, you know, just little touches like that, you know, uh, won me over. And uh, aside from maybe the show being a little bit, you know, uh, you know, a little bit lengthy in the middle, I think they could have cut it down and it could have been maybe one, one hour, 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, they cut out some stuff to just make it a little, little faster. But um, yeah, my opinion, they knocked it out of the ballpark uh, as far as they, they had the gamble. And uh, like I said, Xbox fans should be very happy. I mean, there's no more doom and gloom anymore, guys. I mean, you want to doom and gloom, you can doom and gloom if the Activision deal gets uh, canceled or gets, you know, doesn't happen. Because if that hits. Again, you're talking about all these games, these ten games that they didn't even show. 
uh, Activision all like you know like you're gonna have ten you're gonna have ten AAA IPs next year every other month sometimes two a month however it plays out you're gonna be inundated with games and you're probably not gonna be able to keep up I got news for you most of not so uh, it's good times as an Xbox fan and I everyone on the show done the show for you know how long. Um, these are the good times. Today was a good day, uh, and uh, I'm just happy that uh, it, it was a hit. I'm just happy that, you know, um, like I said, they kind of hit off with the public. It did, you know, you can't you can only judge Twitter as a bubble. You can only you can't judge fanboys and stuff like that. But when you look at something like Keegley and other votes, where, you know, people were just like, "Wow," and going crazy, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Cool. Now, Tim, just to add on to that, what did you think about the uh, Kojima announcement overall? Because it was done kind of differently from the rest of the show. He just kind of appeared, right? Well, listen, I think that if it wasn't leaked, it would be a bigger deal because uh, we've heard from uh, about a year from Grubb with his excellent excellent investigative journalism. He he knew that this was going down, and... um, you know, a lot of people said he was lying and called him all this type of shit, but mm-hmm. you know, for them to do that, as an Xbox fan and as, as somebody as a fan of just tech in general, I want new ways to be able to play games. I want different ways to be able to game, to be playing games. I want new and innov- innovative ways, like uh, maybe get an email from from the game itself. I heard that that was one of the ideas that they were talking about. Um, where you can interact and it can be a part of your game that you're actually playing and you actually get a real email and it's from the game and it's about the game and it includes something within the game. New stuff, innovative stuff, things built in the cloud, natively, all that stuff. Xbox is in the forefront. They're the only ones really doing it. Satya, you know, Stadia said that they were going to do it and Stadia basically tried it for six months and they said, well, it's too much. And now they're just basically a streaming organization or whatever you want to call it. Sony, they're just they're stuck in the 80s. I don't know where, what they're doing. They're way behind. They're not going to invest in any of this type of stuff. They don't have the infrastructure. They can't handle it. Um, if they did it, it would have to be third-party through another server. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they have any type of um, inclination to do something like that. So... They're out now. You have Amazon. Amazon is really kind of just doing their thing, but you have Microsoft, who you know, who are dedicated a division to cloud gaming. Uh, Kim Swift, I think, is the leading it, uh, and now they signed mm-hmm. Kojima, and he's one of the most innovative guys. And they want to come up with new ways to play. I mean, how many times are we gonna go and we're gonna break a box open, and you're gonna do things that we've been doing for 40 years? to loot, loot a box or something, don't you want new ways to play or new things to do? And that's that initiative and that, you know, moving forward for Xbox is what makes me really appreciate Xbox. And it could fall on its face. It fell on its face with Crackdown. But um, I'm all there for them trying out, and I respect them. And uh, they are trying to move the industry forward. And uh, props to Microsoft and props to Kojima for... Signing on, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a big deal. It's just going to be far out. All right, well said there, Timmy. Honestly, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised when I saw Kojima 
very very curious uh what he's working on i do agree that you know given what he said that it is going to be something very experimental from the sounds of things so i am looking forward to what uh, he's got cooking up uh very early stages though from the looks of it um yeah i mean as far as my general impressions i overall i did like the uh the showcase i thought it was fine uh starfield i i i couldn't believe like the space combat uh building your own ship i mean i had heard some things but damn like just to see it all come to fruition damn I, i'm just i'm really impressed i i love my uh my sci-fi epics and it's just looking like one hell of a game especially with the different planets you can go to it just it sounds like again it's like no man's sky meets fallout and i'm just really really impressed uh with what they got cooking up there with Starfield. I, I just, oh, now I'm just so sad that we have to wait longer, but I guess the extra polish is needed. It is a Bethesda game after all. <laughs> and the indies, the indies really uh, caught my eye. I mean, we've seen Scorn before, but it looks great. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, Gunfire Reborn, I, I have seen that on the PC, and I, it's, a, it's a pretty cool little game. Uh, the last case of Benedict Fox, I thought was... Uh, pretty cool artistically and thematic wise i don't know if you guys like any of those lovecraftian types of games that, that it's, that's what kind of caught my eye with the themes but overall i like there's there's all kinds of stuff that i just i did really like um i did think that the show started off strong and then kind of puttered in the middle and then really kicked things off like uh, at the end i thought it was like pretty solid at the beginning and end overall really good show uh I would love to hear some more thoughts on this. Uh, Centurion Pal, I would love to hear your take on uh, the show. Uh, what'd you like? What didn't you like? And so on. Uh, uh, what didn't I like? There was one thing I only ran into the show that I guess it happened to me and Stubbs and a couple other people. For some reason, whatever stream we were watching from Xbox, the closed captioning kicked on, and it wasn't the subtitles. It was for it was the vocal one and i mean when you're trying to watch an arc trailer and there's a guy going two dinosaurs fighting human hand I, I i couldn't do it i had to start looking for a different stream ended up on a different one where there was somebody doing sign language finally gave up and just decided <laughs> to watch it on GameSpot's channel that was one of the ones that came up default when you searched it they had one that was supposed to be like the the like hey this is what you're supposed to do if you're like seeing what, impaired what was and I don't weird know why was it was first. fine for like the first 15 20 minutes and then all of a sudden it, just turned on it, it happened to <laughs> us as well on um on stream. <laughs> uh, my, my wife is looking at me like um is why why are they doing the, the show like this <laughs> i got some uh i got some uh not to interrupt but i got some news for you guys it's a little bit of news um okay. now from people that i've just spoken to uh, the analytics on our show are absolutely incredible. So um, it looks like the show's a hit. Right on. Well, I mean, how could it not be a hit? I remember having discussions with other people when Redfall and Starfield were delayed. There was no way they were going to have gameplay for either one of these games at the show. It was impossible. And we saw they opened the show with Redfall. They closed the show with Starfield. So 
obviously xbox oh i like somebody just recently said it on twitter xbox always responds to the criticism and social media moves the goalpost um i enjoyed the show um definitely a lot of games to behold a lot of stuff to be excited for my surprise for the whole thing was high on life tim dog mentioned it awesome looking i'm not i am not a rick and morty fan i will say that right now i know there's a lot of people that are i am not but this game it gave me those vibes from back in the day of Conker's Bad Fur Day. And it's really, in my opinion, hard to find a developer nowadays in gaming that's wanting to push that envelope of, hey, what is edgy and very, very adult-oriented and which, what is a good way to deliver adult-oriented humor. And I enjoyed this trailer. This was my surprise. I am totally looking forward to this game. It looks like it's going to be fun as hell. There is a lot of other games. We saw the great, um, the new engine that they're going to be using over on Forza with all the the damage tech. I mean, the environments, the fact that the guy was talking about how ambient air temperature time of day and what season is, is going to affect the temperature of the track. And you're going to have to choose your tires and tune your car accordingly. Uh, like General MLB said, this is going to be the simulator of all simulators. It might even set the bar for the generation not and maybe even other simulators going forward into the future. Um, I was completely floored when I found out Overwatch 2 is going free to play. What the hell? Um, that was out of left field for me. Was that out of left field for anybody else? No. No? Overwatch 2 will be free to play. Multiplayer. Oh, yeah, the early access. Yeah, the yeah, multiplayer yeah. will be. Yeah, no, not, not, not just the early like access, the actual multiplayer. I understand they're yeah. doing like the Halo Infinite thing, but it's just the fact that I was so, like, wow, they're actually going to let people play that for free. Holy well, cow. Let, let, let's look at like the other FPSs that have done that recently. Right? Um, Destiny 2 did. Um... Didn't I think Siege did, didn't they? Like, like it's a common trend now for a lot of these FPS just to go um, free to play because they they can get a bigger audience and they make more from their microtransactions anyways than they do from their one-time. I, I like how you mentioned microtransactions, which has me trepidatious over this, as we saw with uh, Diablo Immortal, so, Diablo Immortals, whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. Did you we see all it? we all know that right now Blizzard cannot be trusted with microtransactions. They need to be. They, they somebody needs to go in there and like take them away from them. Did you see the Diablo Four announcement? <laughs> I saw the Diablo Four announcement. Now I will be fr frank. I didn't really. I am not the Diablo fanatic. Now I was on headset with my brother. He was watching from his house when we were on headset. I I, I told him I didn't want to hear no strange noises through the headphone because I mean he was excited for Diablo. Uh, I'm not saying specifically related to the MTX. The, the microtransactions for Diablo 4? Yeah, they said it's only going to be select cosmetics and then later their expansions. There will not be any other kind of micro, like any other kind of page. Well, I, yeah, I I was hoping they would do that with Diablo 4. I'm just, yeah. it's pretty bad when you're connected to the, the game that has a 1 in 2,000 chance for one piece of crafting material. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but no, dude, I'm also happy that they got to uh, finally acknowledge ESO at the event with High Isle. Um, I know it's been at, at other Xbox shows, but it's always been kind of like a, a cut real quick between other games. Um, I'm really wanting them to recognize that they actually have a pretty big and thriving community underneath their, their own umbrella. Like, I mean, this is a first-party studio now. 
and they do have a very big community that supports the game. I mean, you can go and play ESO right now. I still I played it last night, and I mean, there's still people everywhere. Um, definitely. I mean, dude, the one game that did stand out for me, if we want to go indies, uh, Lightyear Frontier. Anybody see okay, the mech yeah. game? Yeah, the mech farming game. Yeah, yeah. They have so many games that are like you wouldn't even think, and they were just like, "Wow, that looks pretty sick." I, I mean, uh, yeah. I'm like, oh, what is it? Flint Rock? The hell uh, game Flint is Rock that? Is, that? That is good. I'm a, um. Now I will be. I will be absolutely honest. When I saw Flintlock, it did make me laugh because I was like, "Oh look, a third-person over-the-shoulder combat game with an axe." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, for no, Flintlock. Yeah, for Flintlock. But I want to know more. Uh, it definitely looks unique. Obviously, she has the fox character that follows her around. It's going to be definitely a different art form style game, and I I'm interested in it. I'm also excited that we now have the full release of Grounded coming. I, I dude, I played that game when it first came out. Uh, that was the one thing I felt that game was lacking was something to make you want to actually keep going. For me, I needed something more than just wanting to make a house out of sticks and grass. And I, the 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 story elements you could see they were there. They just hadn't been implemented yet. And now I'm really wanting to jump back into this game with me and my wife and really experience the full story of Grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what, uh, you know, that's the thing about game preview, because I remember back a few years ago when We Happy Few was in game preview, you could tell that there was, again, um, elements of everything there, but it was just, uh, it was still pretty rough when it came to, like like you said, story elements, combat, and whatnot. So personally, I, I kind of keep away from game preview. Personally, I prefer to have a finished product or near finished product. Um, so it is, yeah, no, it's good it's, game from game preview. Yeah. I mean, look at uh, Deep Rock Galactic, a yes. game preview game, um, that actually honestly was really, really well done. You see, I didn't play it in game preview, it was like it was Downer actually that recommended he's like, Oh, we should play it, okay. Then and it just happened to be and, finished. <laughs> dude, that, I, I missed the hell out of Downer. I wish he was still here on the show. He bought me I, that game and got me on, on, got me on it, and I am he's still around thankful to this day. He's around. <laughs> I talked to him today. He was, he was all pissed off, and then you know, like he was like, "What the hell?" They always screw this up. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Jeremy, there's 30 minutes of the show left, and he's like, "All right, well, we'll see." And then he really was impressed with uh, Diablo. He liked, but he was really impressed with Kojima, and he was blown away by Starfield. He was like, and he's a hot listen. If he, uh, hopefully he's listening to the fact, but that guy is hard critic. So like for him to be totally like, he was like, oh, well, I expect Starfield to be, but as, as, as it went on, he's like, this is incredible. I mean, just the way they, they, they outlined Starfield, the way they showed how many things you do, how many, you know, I mean, people were saying this is No Man's Sky. I got to find that funny because when No Man's Sky came out, this was the promise but if the promise was never fulfilled, now you have a case where, okay, you've had that No Man's Sky hype, but you're getting that promise fulfilled. This isn't some bullshit here, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, he was he he, he, he he overall came came around, but he was pissed. He hates the indie stuff. So, I mean, listen, <laughs> in that middle part of the show, uh, you know, it was a little long-running. And, and, you know, that stuff that they can... 
tape. But you know, I, like I said, the, I feel I feel like it was a gamble. I feel like they came out bold, and, and now I'm hearing that the show's done incredible. I got I have some maybe follow up questions to do better than last year, but I can tell you this much: I always ask 2020. They were like, oh, it's done okay. You know, 2021, they were like, yeah, it's done good. But to get like, uh, all, like uh, incredible is is good to hear because they look, they look at everything. They look at the show. They rate the segments. They, uh, you know, they're 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 very analytical with it, and they they look at how many people buy game pass subscriptions within the day, and all that stuff is all reviewed. So I, you know, I've known this for a long time. So I always, you know, that's one of the first questions I ask people. And you know, you know, off the record or whatever, then they'll tell me. I mean, I don't, I never quote, I never name a person or or, or put it out there. I mean, this is very innocent stuff anyway. But you know, uh, it's just great to hear that they. they Sounds like they knocked it out of the ballpark. Um, I got to do stubs invited me to do the stubs cast with him with uh all the guys from the uk mm-hmm. and indie gamer hopped into the show and was chatting with us and he pointed out that uh, a mere like two three hours after the showcase he went and checked how many people have wa- looked at the video for hollow knight the new hollow knight game or what um and th- it had been viewed over like two hundred thousand times already um from a lot at least from the indie gamer and everybody else on that show that was really into indie games the indie scene is alive and on fire right now everybody's excited for something on the indie scene um and this is why i just say it's a great time to just be be a gamer and just play games and there's something for everyone I mm-hmm. not at one time can every game on a show deliver to every person that watches it everybody has to take what their interests are and also i guess not knock it because i mean like there's dude you just hear people excited for what xbox is delivering that's what excites me Mm -hmm. well the indie games are the ones that are uh, flexing their muscles at the moment i mean all the triple a games seem to be uh delayed you know either to next year or a few months later looks like an interest did anybody see the one for ravenlock like it reminded me of uh God, what is it? Alice in Wonderland, kinda. Yes, yes, that's the team uh, behind uh, Echo Generation, and Xbox were really behind that too last year. And uh, let's see. Uh, and finally, I think you already mentioned it. Scorn. It, it like I'm ready to get that game out into the wild. I mean, does it exist? Does it not exist? Um, and I also feel the the timing is just right. It's releasing in October, so this game is probably going to be a real treat for everybody when it comes to just the experience it's going to deliver, uh, especially if that game turns out to be the, what the developers described it as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. There was just a lot of different mm-hmm. things that caught my eye. I mean, everybody's talking about uh, High in Life, uh, that game, again, the Rick and, by the Rick and Morty guys. And that's day one Game Pass exclusive. Um, I, I'm actually surprised that they even got the uh, launch exclusive for that. And it kind of reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you guys played it, uh, Oddworld Stranger's Wrath, just the way that the weapons are. Uh, like, they kind of, like, again, there's, like, little faces on them. And in Stranger's Wrath, they didn't talk to you, but they had faces and they will growl and whatnot. These ones actually, like, talk to you and make comments, and it was just I guess kind of crazy. I guess they're voiced by one of the voice actors from Rick and Morty. Um, hearing oh. some of the guys talk about it, I guess they put a lot of uh, 
I guess you would say cartoon animation into the guns, I guess, because the even the knife is a character called Stabby. Oh, I had no idea, to be honest. That game looks absolutely crazy, though. I mean... Oh, God. Um, that game, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm just happy to see a game developer want to create something like this. I just think it's funny. You know, it's like... People like to put down games and... And then act like they're, they're dismissive of these games, but you never know with the video game. That game could be a game that makes us laugh our asses off as a classic. You never know. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I, I I get it. You want to have a AAA, and you know, you want to have that AAA to fill out your year and and to to list it. Um, but the reality is, uh, you know, Xbox is going to be a meme for that, but. You have to have a little bit of foresight, too. You know what I mean? They can legitimately have a level. I mean, they could have. We could. I mean, I think now I think about is probably going to be 2024 mm-hmm. um, based on some of the stuff that, that's putting out. But I think next year they'll have uh, Halo. Uh, they'll have, uh, maybe they won't have Halo. Maybe they'll have Halo 2020. They're going to have something, though, possibly with Halo. But they're going to have. I mean, so many triple A's, especially if you get if Activision comes around too. Jesus Christ! I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's exciting to me that you can have so many games coming. Just in general, the amount of games that they have coming is crazy. And just Game Pass, is just it's absolutely bananas. I mean, you consider that they get the the PC Game Pass is all included. Uh, the initiative that they're sending forward with Samsung and stuff, we didn't talk about that because uh, we're obviously we should talk a little bit about, about it. the X Cloud, the Samsung deal, uh, the dongle that's coming in. Uh, you know, Phil's been playing on the Samsung TV uh, for months now, and he says it's amazing. He says it's a really good experience. Um, obviously we test that stuff like that, but uh, you know, those are some. I mean, really, I think just Xbox has this shit together, and they're so far ahead of Sony and Nintendo that I just, I just can't, I can't, I can't, I can't get over the fact that people just don't give them any kind of credit still to this day. They still try to put them down, they still try to say this is that, this is that. Even just one day, and I don't think it's ever gonna come, but just say, holy shit. You know, because, you know, they, they want to take, they want to, one of the things they want to do, um, this is not a part of the show, this is part of the Thursday show, was uh, they, uh, one of the announcements, they want to, like, every, they want every game cloud enabled. So they theoretically want me to take my entire library wherever I want. I own a thousand games, okay? <laughs> I own a thousand games. Um, so for the ability for me to take that anywhere where I go, that's powerful to me. And again, this is the type of stuff that makes me love Microsoft. This is the type of stuff that say, hey, why are you such a fanboy? Because you know what? This is really powerful stuff when you think about it. For, for them to make video games as, as you know, flexible as video media and music media is, um, it's just incredible to me. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, they're so fast about it. They're so far ahead. And it's, they're pushing forward that uh, a lot of that stuff that you know we haven't really talked about too is amazing, and uh, you know maybe that's the reason why this, they just had a solid week. I mean, people are telling me that this League of Legends deal was huge, 
Like some guy is going crazy on the internet right now on Twitter saying that Xbox is just too 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 much of a monopoly because Sony can't compete. I don't know if you guys have seen this thread, but this guy's it's me it's scared about. He's he's actually saying because he's talking about this deal. I mean, uh, yeah, I heard that deal is a big deal. I mean, for me, I never played League of Legends, but you know what? Now that I have an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, I can just download it right, right on my yeah. phone. Yeah, it's it like, yeah, go go go. No, go go ahead, finish. Oh, uh, I just wanted to say that, like. It may not be like a big deal to like maybe like us and like on social media, but like these Riot games, they make some most popular games like period. And if game if they if the Game Pass perks, because even though these are all free to play games, apparently Game Pass allows you to get certain things that like you know, just off the bat, like the, the done easy. Like you just opened up uh, Game Pass to millions of people that just want that that convenience and those perks that only Game Pass is providing. So. That's actually, I think that's actually going to be a low-key thing that will really catch on. Yeah, this is actually, I, I DM'd Tim, or I didn't DM him, I put it in our chat, uh, in our private yeah. chat, but this is what I wanted to respond to him. Tim had said that he thought that maybe they didn't have to have this Riot thing here. I think the Riot thing here was, like, probably, outside of, like, their first-party games, was probably as big as the Japanese stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that is such a huge announcement. I'm not the only one saying this either. So I've yeah. gotten, I've gotten a couple of people who said I'm, I'm moron for saying this. So um, tell me, tell me what I Legends and Valorant are currently two of the biggest, if not the biggest, esports games on for PC players right now. They're, they're huge. I mean, League of Legends worth so much money every year. Does, from, I, I'm, I'm ignorant on this. So, like, if I put on my PC, which I have, and I play League of Legends, is it is it microtransactions involved with it? Yes, there's lots of skins and things like that. Also, you don't get all of the... It, it's free to play. Both of these are free to play, and a lot of people are like, why are these coming? They're free to play. Well, the first version, first reason is the cloud, but that that that's that's supplementary to the fact that they're coming, and if you play them... You get all of the characters unlocked from the start. You don't either have to play to earn them, because normally, like, you'd have to like earn some of the in-game uh, currency and buy the buy the heroes, the like the other heroes. Some days, certain heroes are free to play. There's always like a core set of them that are free to play. Um, but you, you have to you either have to pay for them or you have to earn them, and that's how the that's how the game works. And the fact that with game with a Game Pass subscription, you go in and you basically get the complete based version of the game with every hero unlocked. You might not get a bunch of cosmetics and stuff like that. I mean, that's still the, like the the that's still how Riot and them are going to make their money off of this deal, right? But you go in with everything unlocked in these massively popular, probably biggest amount of people concurrently on PC style games, right? Like in the top 10, 15 on PC. They're not on Steam, so it's it's hard to track the numbers cuz Steam's very good at that. But, I mean, th these are massive, massive, massive games that this is how you get the PC Game Pass numbers up. These are those kind of deals, right? And, you know, I, I think we were talking about last week how you said that you had heard Phil wasn't happy with the 300% increase in PC Game Pass. That, yeah, like, it was good, but he wasn't happy with it. Yeah, this is true. Or this is his did. answer to not being happy with it. 
Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Now, is, is League of Legends? I have never played it, and I've heard so much about it. Um, is it something you need high? high do you need a, I could play it on my rig anyway, but um, you can play it, it with low low specs. Can I play it without being? If is it skill based or it is, is it, very um, skill based? It's a high learning curve, very competitive game. Very, okay. not the most friendly well, it's community. Not, it's not where it's where I can buy my because I hate games where you have to buy yourself. Like I hate games where you just gotta keep throwing money at it. If I don't throw yeah. a dime at it, can I be successful? Uh, yes, especially because the game pass is gonna give you access to all of the heroes in the game. Okay. Now, you are going to have. To, it has a very steep learning curve. You're gonna have to put time into actually learning how the game's played. It, it it's like it's There's a completely multiplayer. It's like a forty-minute multiplayer match. Like each of them are they're long matches. I can see that. And is it something that you put your key on and, and legitimately play on a, on a, on the PC on your phone? I don't know and... about I don't know about controller support. We'll see how that ends up going and touchscreen support. It it is no. a it, it so is a game that's like very mouse and keyboard driven. Right. Um, I don't even know if it has native controller support. Like that's that's like interesting because like I don't know that Valorant has native controller. I saw I saw in the, in the if you watch it you'll see them using the uh, touch base UI. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how good it goes. But like this is this is like a very big. I think it's big for both companies because getting League of Legends on mobile like that is also really big for them. Like like not just for Xbox, right? Like looking at Riot, that's a because. It, they don't really have to do anything. It's probably running. These are probably legitimately running off of Azure servers, right? Mm -hmm. As a, it's probably the first games we're seeing that are running off of Azure servers instead of off of, um, like Series X blades. So that's very interesting. Very um, cool. Hear that? Very very interesting to to hear that. Um, otherwise they have to come to console, and they didn't announce that today. So, yeah. So that this is it's. It was probably the wildest announcement for me today was to hear that. Not not necessarily that it affects me, just like the wildest announcement they could have made was bringing the biggest games on PC to Game Pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that was pretty crazy. Actually, there were quite a few. I mean, some some that we knew were coming. And Eric, buddy, you've been a gentleman holding off there. I want to get your thoughts on this. Like, uh, Shockley, what, uh, what did you, uh, what's your take from the show? Because I know that you were waiting on a pretty big announcement for a while, probably one of the best kept uh, secrets or worst kept secrets, I should say, uh, with Persona. <laughs> but uh, what'd you like? What'd you, you know, how do you think of the show? Yeah, overall, uh, it was definitely kind of like more slow at the beginning. I, they kind of, kind of set the expectation early on but going in we were probably thinking like hey well we might see about or maybe we'll see more hellblade uh gameplay um but they did kind of set the expectation at least from the start of the show hey it's probably just going to be like the next 12 months um but once the redfall that was nice to see um to see actually some of the gameplay and then also the um the tech uh, as far as like just like the effects and and how the whole gameplay loot would kind of go go about so that one looks pretty good and promising um 
I think after that, it just kind of, other than like things that we knew about, like Plague's Tale coming to Game Pass, um, High on Life one, that was pretty good. But I think then you kind of had that, it was just maybe the pacing was a little bit off, or maybe if they just had like one other sprinkle of something <laughs> in between. Um, but they did have Forza in there, that was good to see just a little bit more of that in detail and actual gameplay. Um, especially going back and watching the 4K streams. Because that was when you were seeing a lot of the first-party gameplay, you were like, yes, uh, I want to see this in 4K to actually... Because you're like, because you can't get it with that stream, even as mm-hmm. good as you're trying to stream it. It's, it's uh, Sometimes it would dip a little bit, and <laughs> it's not the greatest. But you know this is probably going to look 10 times better once you uh, watch the uh, 4K uh, version. But yeah, seeing that was nice. Uh, seeing the Hot Wheels part, because uh, I know they had that as DLC in, in the past for the Horizon uh, games, but this one looked a little bit di- different. I didn't remember like the uh, seasons being in there with the, uh, and this one kind of looked like the tracks were even more like intricate. Um, but yeah, definitely the highlights. I would say probably the Persona, because like we were just thinking about Royal. I didn't think we were getting uh, like three and. Uh, four because I mean you can't even you don't even three I don't even think um, at least four you could play on the Vita so you have trophies and stuff but three you don't even have there's not even a way to have like achievements for that game because <laughs> it was on PSP mm-hmm. um, so this might be the first time it even has achievements would be on the Xbox platform some people are thinking that it might get announced at Nintendo show as well <laughs> um, but that's a possibility um but yeah that was definitely a highlight uh seeing how they got all three and they're going straight into game pass which is a very smart move since you know you don't want to just have them out there and then them kind of not do great and then atlas is like yeah well we're not coming back again (laughs) um so having you know xbox uh, gamers get a taste and it just being you know fed to them like okay here it is go ahead and try it and then, because that's the thing with that, those type of games, once you start playing them, they'll kind of get the hooks in you with, with the amazing music that they have in those three games, um, as well as all, all the gameplay and just the, the I guess the, uh, I forget, I'm just trying to find the word, uh, kind of like the chase of like, or not chase, but the gameplay loop that they have you in. So that one's pretty neat. Um, that, it was unfortunate about the whole, Kojima thing because that would have been an awesome moment of kind of like where you had like uh, when L when Kojima came on Sony's stage for the whole Death Stranding thing mm-hmm. you know it was a big thing even though they didn't have gameplay but it did show something like a teaser but well that just um, shows you how definitely... early it is right yeah and but and that was early for them too but at least that wasn't that was more of a surprise. Um, like you knew he left Konami, but you didn't really know of like, you know, exactly. Oh, he's he's signed a new project with Sony, whereas kind of Jeff Grubb kind of spilled the beans on, <laughs> um, you know, getting that leak out early that hey, he's signing a deal with Xbox, where it could have been a awesome announcement, you know, a surprise. Because that's the cool, that's the thing that we, a lot of times we watch these shows for is like things that we have no idea out of left field that get announced. Because um, that was some of Sony's biggest shows when they showed, when they did a Kickstarter for Shinmu and uh, showed a teaser 
of you know Cloud walking and them announcing Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> so that was like that 2016 show was like one of their biggest shows, and a lot of that was for non gameplay because um, those were big announcements that you just like people were like crying in the freaking audience. Um, so like that was definitely a highlight, and it's hopefully. Um, I think this thing is going to leverage the cloud. A lot of people are saying it's just like a mobile game. I mean, we have no idea what the hell it is. Um, I think it's going to be more like probably Flight Simulator, where it'd be like, like it, it says in there that they're leveraging the cloud, so they could still leverage that power. Still, you might have to download a substantial portion of the game, um, but you know, leverage that extra power to whatever the hell his vision. He's saying it's a crazy new ambitious thing so um and then the starfield looked ridiculous it looked pretty dope and because a lot of it we thought we were thinking like skyrim in space but we didn't know about all the other things you could do like building your uh ship um the space battles i was even thinking about that Mm -hmm. um and just all the other um planets and you can actually go to like any part of the planet i guess he was saying because you, you played Mass Effect back in the day, and it was like more like, "Hey, you could go to all these different planets," but it was more like you could go to this small portion of the planet. Um, well, from what so, I like, understood, you could like you could basically go to like any spot on the planet, from what I was to gather. Yeah, that's that, that's what it sounds like. I'm sure there'll be like cities and things like big landmarks in the, the world, but probably the rest of the world's going to be procedural just like the other you know because it said a thousand planets so there's going to be a very well, good chance as long as they're not barren people. like no man's sky <laughs> you know like yeah yeah all they need is good you know procedural um you know balance of words hey it has all these different types of assets so can i to comment use. on that real quick yeah, sure. yeah, because they, they specifically said planets and Goldilocks zones. You, if you understand, not to be a nerd about it, and excuse the pun, but life is a very difficult thing to happen, and that's why they call it the Goldilocks zone. That is the perfect set of elements you need to create life. Yeah, you're going to be going to a lot of planets, but like if you go on a planet that's just an ice moon, you're not going to see all this. I mean, like our moon here on Earth is a very lifeless just ball of gray dust, if you really think about it. And that's where, yeah, they're going to have planets that are probably going to be pretty lifeless, but then there's also going to be other planets where they're going to have – I mean, they showed one planet that was absolutely amazing with this creature on it. And oh, I think that's yeah. where you're going to see most – I think you're going to see most of that on those Goldilocks planets because, like, Earth is a Goldilocks planet. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Um but it's Sorry, just, i just wanted to add on to that yeah no no it's just no it's really impressive what they're doing even if it's just like i mean i just say just you know a thousand planets i mean that's extremely impressive you know and <laughs> you know uh just to go through that amount of content uh you know it's gonna take some people a uh a lifetime you know like it's crazy that's awesome um no, they're really doing some like again the space combat. Uh, combat really, really. Uh, I was expecting it because I had heard some things, but it looks really smooth. And if you're able to again at- do certain uh, attach certain like specialized weapons, and you can craft your own ship the way that you want it. There's a ton of customization. 
I'm I'm floored. Like it looks great, and like you said about the planet with that giant ass creature. Oh man, I just. <laughs> Oh, that's it's just yeah, nice. yeah, oh, yeah, now we hit Jurassic Park, Park in space. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Starfield uh looks like the best parts of Outer Worlds Fallout and No Man's Sky put together. Even like the space combat, it looks a little bit like a more accessible version of like anyone played Elite Dangerous, a little bit like that. So yeah. it's just like so many great ideas from different games all rolled into one with that Bethesda charm. Okay, sign me up. Yeah. So I, I I didn't mean to just, I wanted to say I never understood the narrative of you know Skyrim in space because then that would be like saying Skyrim is just a fantastical I mean fantastical Fallout. Um, they said Skyrim in space because it's the easiest way to relate a brand new IP to. No, the I meant like the the, the memes that are popping up on 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 Twitter now, basically saying it's the it's basically a clone of Skyrim at this point, and it's like. I wouldn't say it's a clone. I mean, that's like trying to say that Skyrim felt like Fallout. It was built by the same company. Of course, there's going to be similarities. They're, they're trying to say it's a clone of No Man's Sky right now. So I mean, I'm sorry, clone, clone of No Man's <laughs> Sky. Sorry, No Man's Sky, that one too. And and that's where it's just for me, I just... I, what can I say? Yeah, the game let Todd Howard took inspiration from a lot of different stuff. And I think... I think gaming has just now got to the point where a game like Starfield can exist. No offense to the developer over on, on No Man's Sky, but even he knew he bit off a little bit more than he could chew, and the game is just now getting to the point where he wants it to be. And that's where we see that, that why Todd Howard and his team waited until this tech was here. Mm-hmm, yeah. And believe me, guys, like Xbox wanted to release this game this November. Like they they had the ink laid down, you know, it wasn't going to budge. But, you know, there must have been something like there must have been a ton of bugs that were present in the game in order for them to delay it. Um, it's too bad we didn't get a release date uh, from this. Obviously, it's going to be 2023. It's going to be within the next 12 months. I'm kind of ballparking like April or May personally but hard to say um i'm going with february or march i think that redfall got delayed further oh really you think so yeah and i don't think redfall got delayed because of anything wrong with it i think it got delayed because arcane now has a, a parent company that can uh, afford them time to give them more resources and that they showed in their user testing that some of the stuff that they scoped out would be better if they could scope it back in does that make sense? Because all, all games, when they're when they're going through development, have stuff scoped in and out. Like, well, it also seems like an October release would suit Redfall better. Um, what October? Well, you gotta remember, uh, uh, it, it's a vampire-based game. Coming, you'd wanna. It's still coming in in quarter one. I because originally it was supposed to come out before Starfield. I think it's now going to come out after Starfield. I believe Starfield's gonna be the game to come out first. I, I think it was delayed longer and harder, be, not because anything's wrong with it, but because they can scope some stuff back in that would make it better. Mm -hmm. Well, now, now they That's got now they have a situation where they got so much coming in 2023. Where are you gonna put it, honestly? Yep. Like, do you put it in oh, yeah. the summer? Do you put it? Uh, Right, like I don't think it matters. I think that they know, <laughs> like, cause a normal company would delay stuff out of 
2023 and into 2024, and they, they would spread out their stuff. Um, I don't know that Xbox actually has that big of an option to do that with as much as they would normally want to because of this year. Next year has to seem extravagant. Does that make sense? Like, this year, I think PlayStation delayed their entire year that was planned for 2022 out of 2022 because all three of their games that launched this year were supposed to launch in 2021. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Because um, God of War was supposed to launch in 2021. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West was. Uh, Gran Turismo was. So And Forspoken was. So, you know, you, you look at that... And you're like, okay, they, they, they moved their, their calendar from 2022 into probably 2023. Plus the PSVR being, it looks internally pushed because of parts, you know, they had to push that. I don't think Xbox is going to have that choice next year. Mostly because I think they're going to want to make fans be like, look, here are the games. Games, 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 right? Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that the as soon as it's ready to ship, it's going to ship. Um, I think Redfall comes out in like I, I think Redfall takes the April May slot, and I think Starfield comes out in March, March mm-hmm. or even late February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, was there anything else that really caught your eye during this uh, presentation, Crusader? Like, um, like anything that really surprised you, like a new announcement or, uh, oh, like anything that, uh, or maybe something that was missing. Game. It was it was project um, project Indus, which we now know is called our uh, some, the Civ game, the, the 4X Civ game. Oh yeah, our uh, history untold. That's what it's uh, Bio- it. Bioxide Games. Yeah, that that yes, got re- that, that got announced. Game, I mean, we didn't see game that that was a cinematic trailer. We didn't see real. We didn't see much real gameplay of it. You know. Um. I, I I have like a thousand hours in Civ Six and probably a thousand hours in Civ Five because I'd play them while I'd be studying in college. Because a turn based, you can just take a turn, read a couple pages, take a turn, read a couple pages. Um, so you have me at four X turn based civilization builder. You know I'm gonna be playing Humankind uh, when it hits Xbox again. Uh, I played it on PC. That was a announcement at Keeley show. Um. And, uh, yeah, so, like, that caught my eye. I- I'm excited for that. Also, the stupid Minecraft game doesn't look half bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a strategy <laughs> action Legend. game, too, right? Yeah, well, yeah, and it's really weird, because it's, like, it- it's a mixture of genres, because it's not a strict, like, RTS, right? You-, you you appear to be in control of a character, and then you're doing more than just being in control of that singular character. So uh, I'm mm-hmm. very interested. It looks like a combination of an RTS and uh, Minecraft Dungeons, and I'm all kind of here for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but I always forget about Minecraft, even though it's this behemoth of an IP, and it's everywhere and anywhere. You know, uh, kids love it, even adults love it, and I I always keep forgetting that it's such you know a large IP that Xbox paid like over two billion dollars for, you know, back in 2014. And it, it does make sense that it, you know, it's got to appear at some point, right? So, but I don't know. I just like it. I, that surprised me though. That honestly did uh, Minecraft Legends, I believe it's called. Yeah. Well, I mean, Minecraft has Minecon, so like they 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 do hold the. I, I'm surprised actually that this wasn't even this was even here, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, like why, why show why show it here? Also, it does look like it's exclusive. That was really interesting. It it, it has like no other platform. I don't know. If I don't it know is, about to be honest. Really? No, no, because the, the rating. I, I saw something about it. Let me let me find it and I, I will report back. Because I would just assume it'd be like Minecraft I, Dungeon. I did too, but I, Tom Warren was looking at like the rating stuff, and it's like only like registered for like not all platforms. Finally, if true, hopefully it's true. Mm, I, mean, I don't know. First party. But yeah, I'm not gonna hold my breath. I'll wait till this is official. I'm on the website right now. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It doesn't really say on its website. I, I could have sworn it was for all platforms though. But on the topic of like whether or not things are exclusive, can we now confirm that Overwatch and Diablo are multi-platform? Was that was that? I'm, I wasn't sure about that. You think they will be? It or... is. It is multi-platform. You're right. Both of them will be. Okay. Yeah. But at the very least, we'll get them on Game Pass. I feel like, yeah, these games are coming out a little too soon before the deal can be finalized. Yeah, I think it just is what it is. It's just one of those things where they have to wait out, wait out the contract, I guess, or I guess that that's that's how it was intended to be. So, eh, okay, I'm just confirming that. Diablo also could fall into that big multiplayer has a has a multiplayer driven community thing that they were talking about um, earlier last week. Well, uh, Game Pass is still a big win. For, yeah, for, uh, so like you know, Diablo, Overwatch, Call of Duty, like StarCraft, those kind of things. That they're big, existing, have huge um, player bases, communities. I, I could see those being multi-plat, definitely. All right. Yeah, if it la launches that way, then yeah, for sure. Uh, well, not game. even that. Like, I could see like a Diablo Five even being multi-plat. I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. Well, uh, let's not talk crazy here, but <laughs> no, because it is a big multiplayer game with a driven community behind that multiplayer, and yeah. that's what yeah. we're talking about. Well, Counter is not... it's primarily based on PC. Console not so much for Diablo. Yeah, so Diablo afford... Three was the only one that was on PlayStation. Yeah. but it's primarily a PC-driven community. So, yeah, but I, I mean, it's been there for how PC. many years now? Yeah, but continuously getting updates, continuously getting new content. Doesn't mean I don't know. Content, no, I, I see, because like Blizzard games last forever. I don't know. I, 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 if if I heard that Diablo Five was going to continue to be multiplat ten years, twenty years down the line, it wouldn't shock me. We'll see. But yeah, I guess it will be a long wait between releases. I guess. Yeah, I feel like it, that's that's something we're gonna know anytime soon. My opinion on that is, you guys can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah. My opinion on that, we're talking about the Diablo 4's exclusivity. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Uh, I think uh, it's, I listen. I'm, I think it's pretty clear that Diablo 4 on Char, not charted. Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. God. Anything like that previously within a pre-existing crowd is going to be um, facilitated, and they're not—they're not going to take it away. I think that's because that was put forward by Phil early in the talks because that was going to probably be a bone of contention with the FTC, and, and they got ahead of that. Um, but uh, I did hear, and it was a part of that. Uh, welcoming thing that they did with the the content creators and all the stuff that video that they released, they basically said that they are going to have exclusives. Yeah. So, 
Um, that like, that could be that could be that that survival game that they teased. Um, uh, that that Red teased. Do you remember that game? It was like a. Uh, they just they just talked about it. So um Diablo four and, and further I think that will be um what would you say about about they should have them on PlayStation because like Crash Crash sold seventy percent more on, on the place on PlayStation and, and a lot of people identify with them as, as their uh uh, as their, um, you know, uh, their, 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 whatever it's called. The mascot. Mascot. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little tired. But um, yeah, so I don't have a problem. Day one Game Pass to me is more is is more really what matters. Day one Cloud too uh, is also very important. And uh, I heard also on Thursday that they want to have everything from Xbox Studios from now forward. Uh, is going to be cloud ready day one. So the ability to play Modern Warfare to day one on uh, Game Pass and then on the cloud, let's just say the deal went through, is huge. And uh, I don't really think that they need to play the exclusivity game with the uh, Activision deal. I'm fine with them, you know, recouping the most that they can and just having. Uh, you know, having the exclusive stuff, whether it be Game Pass Day One, Cloud, uh, developed on on Xbox first and foremost. Every game, every COD uh, moving forward, shown on Xbox. Uh, marketing deals. Uh, you know, well, it's not even a marketing deal. It's part of what you do. You know, leverage that. I mean, the ability to play every Call of Duty uh, is a very powerful thing, and the ability to play every Call of Duty on PC tablet phone is a very powerful thing. The ability to play Warzone 2 without an Xbox and just an Xbox a live account and a controller is very powerful. So uh yeah I think that's that's the mindset moving forward with that. And uh if they do get activated next year it's gonna be a big boom for them. Mm-hmm. Um you know uh like I said today Overall, I'm hearing it's been an absolute smashing success, and I'm not happy because, like I said, I I always ask, and I've been doing E3 now for I think about this year, but every E3 and show, uh, I always check in with them. They they always they always give me the time of day too, so I have to give them a shout outs, whether it'll be Aaron or be somebody within Xbox. I talk to a couple of people, but you know, I never ask them anything that's really. Something I shouldn't be asking. I'll ask them, okay, what are the analytics? And I can tell you that they've been always, you know, pretty straightforward. Like, I remember in 2020, they said, it's okay, you know, we got to see more improvement. But, you know, to hear that they, like, smashed that ballpark today uh, means that we're, they're resonating with the casual, the casual crowd, the crowd that they lost last generation crowd that was saying that they had too big of a console and they do DRM and all the stupidity that went along with that. Uh, right now it seems like uh, they're coming back to that look like they are as popular as they were with the 360 or more. And, um, you know, uh, I'm just happy about that. And, well, yeah, it was a possible tangent, but I do think Diablo 4 
and those franchises would always be from that line of local product. Mm-hmm. And just to answer uh, a question that we had earlier, um, Diablo 4 is going to PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series consoles. So, uh, look... yeah, it, it, it does look like it dropped last gen, though. Mm, no, no, I don't no, think so. No, it's still. It not, it's, or is the beta only on last gen? Yeah, no, I don't think so. No, it's, the it's sign going. up on Blizzard's website is only for next gen. Well, beta is probably only for next gen, but it's still apparently going to the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One consoles. Okay. So there's that. Um, so yeah, they're going to be supporting a, a lot of uh, a lot of different hardware, which is interesting. But oh, I mean that's good for them. I mean obviously that uh, deal, you know, the Xbox deal between them and Activision Blizzard has not been finalized as of yet. You know that's. I don't know. Uh, who knows when that's going to be finalized? Uh, it seems like it's moving along pretty well. I say well. March. Yeah. I say March. I heard it's halfway through. Uh, uh, the biggest thing about that is that uh, and I reported this year, and you know, uh, the guy Brad Smith's big big deal, and uh, he feels strongly about this case, and rightfully so. I mean. If they had something that was like really like listen, if Xbox was saying screw you, we're keeping everything uh exclusive and we're gonna fight you on that, yeah, then then you know, you're gonna have a, an argument and you don't know which way that's gonna go. But when you have Xbox saying, Hey, we're gonna open up our whole storefront to everyone, we're gonna have these games with existing communities we're going to support them just the way they are and they were and we're going to play nice and hey we're also Microsoft we're the, we're the people that help your government with hacking and all the type of stuff that we've been happening uh i think that the government is going to uh i don't think they're going to make a case uh i, I think that they they were hot and heavy in the beginning but they played this right and like i said Brad is is a very powerful person and he's strongly believes that they have a case here that this should not be blocked. And if they dare block it, basically he's going to tell them you're going to lose a lot of money and you know what, you're wasting taxpayers money and they're going to obliterate them in court and it's going to be no contest. The deal is going to get passed. It's just going to be passed a year later. So I think, uh, I think it's looking good to be honest. And I wasn't, you guys know, I wasn't always, that confident and now i'm just like yeah it's it's uh it's 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 on Mm, yeah judging from the general mood of things from uh what we've been seeing it looks like things are going along pretty well there tim i agree so no i mean i'm pretty hopeful and uh you know if it's done by march i mean you know it's still a ways off but uh you know just think about it it was only back in what mid-january that it got announced so I mean time's just flying by <laughs> so um you know guys one game one game that i really want to talk about was uh you know very big surprise it got brought up earlier in the show was uh that game from uh what tecmo koei uh from team ninja, team ninja. yeah i was just about to yeah go no shock talk about it because I mean, nobody was expecting that. Uh, Wo Long Fallen uh, Dynasty. Uh, what did you think about that game? I like that trailer. Yeah, but it gave me definitely some uh, Neo vibes. Um, so I wasn't sure if it was like this, like Neo Three, and it's like coming to Xbox or something. But uh, but yeah, it looked pretty pretty dope. Um, and that's definitely a good get for uh, Game Pass Day One. 
um, it, they didn't announce it as a console launch exclusive, but they have yet to, you can't find any wording of PlayStation about it. So it's weird that they're not saying it's a, coming to Xbox first, but there is no mention of PlayStation anywhere on their, uh, their own website or any articles. Um, and they're not saying it's an exclusive, like console exclusive or just exclusive or anything, any type of wording like that. So it seems weird, but it seems like they're not able to say PlayStation anywhere. So I don't know what type of deal they got going on other than Game Pass day one. But uh, good, they're just like Sony then, where they're very like vague with the platform availability. If they can get away with it, yeah, good. But you, you usually find out right after. It's like, hey. Uh, what was it? The Resident Evil, it's coming, you know, the remake for 4, it's coming. They didn't mention Xbox, but right after you knew about it. But this one's even a new game. You know, there's not even like a really, I think this was a world premiere. Um, yeah. So was it, was it on the game at least, or, or they didn't yeah, say that? No, it, no, it's a yeah, game pass game. Yeah. Perfect. It's like not even up on Koei Tecmo's like YouTube. Yeah, it's not, has no Wikipedia like, page. It was, uh, it was definitely a world premiere no one knew about. Yeah, but I guess everybody's just wondering if this is a full-on exclusive or, uh, you know, one of those uh, launch exclusives. Uh, they didn't really specify, I don't think. Yeah, Koei yeah. doesn't even have it on their own YouTube page yet. Like, it could just be where they're just they're focusing on, like, one console right now, and then they're, it's not like there's no deal in place, but they might just be focusing on one platform at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting, too, because this game's not too far off. It says early 2023. So... Hey, what'd you guys do with Ark? What'd you guys do with Ark? Ark, um... It's funny you bring that up, Tim, because... Um... Ark, Ark has, had a CGI trailer, but uh, I don't think it showed off any gameplay. Uh, I think it was CG. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I just, I mean, I remember when it first got announced, what, two years ago, or almost two years ago at uh, the Game Awards, I mean, that was another CGI trailer, which is, it's fine, don't get me wrong, but I, I was actually expecting some actual gameplay for Ark, so it just kind of, uh, I don't want to say it put that's me all, off. Yeah, exactly, I felt the same way, I feel like they're kind of like hiding or something. It did show Vin Diesel, though. Mm-hmm, Yeah. But, like, I mean, they showed him in the original trailer, too. So that's why it just kind of threw me off that they didn't really, again, show anything for it. I mean, yeah, it was just, like, a, a brief, like, arc trailer, which, again, like, you know, I'm, I'm, a lot of people are looking forward to it. It's just I think people, you know, they did show a lot of gameplay. Just arc was kind of, you know, the one that we knew about that we figured would be at the show, and they just didn't really show anything. So... I don't know. I just thought that was kind of a letdown, personally. But uh, that battle royale looked pretty cool. Uh, apparently, it's been at number seven constantly, like with thirty something thousand concurrent players on Steam um, daily. So I think it, what was it called? Uh, was it Kanaka? Ah, shit, I can't remember what it's. Uh, Naraka Blade Point. I think they're Naraka. talking about. Yeah. Okay. Right. That I'm not usually big into battle royales, like shooters. Um, but that part looked cool, and from what I've heard, I think with the kind of funny cast, they said like the uh, Kevin on there was talking about like the the actual action, like the the moves and stuff you can pull off 
with your character looks really cool. So um, looks like an interesting one. Plus it has a story campaign. Um, so I guess that's dropping in Game Pass and that's, I think that drops the same day as uh, Sonic Origins, like next, not next week, the week after in Game Pass day one. So. Low Long isn't an exclusive. No. Yeah. Team Ninja, uh, Team Nin- or Game Ops yeah, got Team Ninja's uh, press release for it. And it lists everything, but the press release is dated to go live on June 14th. Oh, okay. So, All right. So it's probably so, just a timed thing. Yeah. It, no, it, it's a, it's coming out on all platforms. It's just oh. the press release isn't supposed to release until the 14th of June. Oh. For some reason. They they think it was an error for in, in something, because... They only got the press release from Team Ninja themselves. It's not the Koei Tech, like, it's not even from Koei Tecmo. Mm, that's kind of bad can, communication put, on their part. Yeah, the, something similar happened with, I forget what game, the, the, there's people talking about it. Um, uh, but I, I'll put the article in, um, in our chat. Mm-hmm. You're the man, Great. how many... We've had so many podcasts the last couple of days, right? You you put in I put in a double dip. Three did I? I did TXR. Uh, well RDX. Mm-hmm. I had TXR RDX on Tuesday, Friday. I had a double dip. I had uh, Maz's show, uh, Front Speculation, and uh, Mooch's show. And today I had, uh, oh, Monday, uh, Sunday, last Sunday, I had the prediction show uh, at our friend's Iron Lords. Yeah. And um, tonight I had this show and uh, the RDX after show. Um, Damn, man, I'm shot. (laughs) And tomorrow I have to go to the city. Uh, I have some event that uh, it's just for, I can't really talk about it. But it's for a um, undisclosed thing that um, uh, for video games that, that I have to be there at eight, nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, I have to. I think. I think I'm going to drive in. So I mean, get me past you tomorrow, and I'll be all right. Uh, you know, I don't know if I should take the drive. I hate take. I hate taking the LIR in uh, the Long Island Railroad. I just feel like uh, it's just. It's debilitating. Like I figure, if I could drive in at five in the morning or six in the morning, and get into the city and then find a parking garage and sleep for an hour or whatever, I could do it. That's better. Because I'm gonna be getting out of there at like one o'clock. All right, all right. Yeah, no, Tim, do what's best. Honestly, you know, I mean, you sound uh, pretty tired. I mean, pretty wired. You know, like it's been a good week. Yeah, I'm right? wired and I'm tired. I'm wired, tired, and I'm excited. That's yeah. the worst because. For you to try to get asleep, you know, after this show, uh, and this is just off the cuff, you know, I think we could do that. We've, you know, uh, talked a lot about the show. But after the show, I'm going to be looking at the Mets. I'm going to probably rewatch all these freaking Game Pass things because there was a lot of stuff. And I think everyone should rewatch in 4K mm-hmm. um, and just rewatch the games like that interest you. Uh, like that game, I have to watch that game. Uh, I, I still can't say, what is it, High Life? That game looks sick, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, there was other games too, like Flintlock, um, and then there was like even other games. Like, like this seemed very interesting. 
Um, and uh, I'm going to watch that. So I'm probably going to get maybe six hours sleep. But you know what? I'm off for a couple of days, so I'll handle it. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited, man. I, I, I'm just excited that I, I, you know, I watched the show today and I knew that it would be getting. I knew this was a gamble that they did mid show. And then when Starfield hit and did what it did, uh, I'm just happy that it seems like it really resonated with the casuals. And, uh, you know, I, you know, they, for the fact that they, they had a visual 2022 without any exclusives, if they can come back and and really show what they got next year, uh, I don't think there's going to be any stop at Xbox, you know. Uh, they still get a lot of hate, but it's just, I'm just really, really impressed with the, just the amount of, even the amount of Game Pass. 30, 38 games, somebody was saying, and I'm reading uh, up to $2,700 in, in, in value. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And all you have to do is play three games, just three of them, to even out your yearly sub. That, that, that That's exactly. insane. And they're running the dollar deal again, just so you know. If, if you want to convert, you can if you haven't. They're running that three-month deal for a dollar. It started that today, uh, from what I heard. Um, probably why they saw a big bump in the numbers too on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Well, even the Xbox Rewards too. They've been doing a thing the past week where you know you just complete a bunch of uh, you know different tasks and you earn like uh, two thousand uh, reward points, which is pretty awesome. So, you know, ah, I just yeah. I, I mean I just like their programs and their services. Like they just go above and beyond personally, and they keep improving them. So, so easy to uh, Wu Long. Did we talk about Wu Long? Well, yeah, yeah we just kind of Team Ninja game. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. It it's not ex- from from what we can tell, it's not exclusive. But that it's announcement isn't officially it's coming until the fourteenth. It's a console exclusive, though. I mean, it's a, a launch exclusive. It didn't say I that in the show. But it, it, it is coming to Game Pass. It so, is coming to Game Pass. To get, a, um, to get a Team Ninja game day one into Game Pass on release, that is, that is pretty big, you know. That's yeah. Like just to get one in general, because they've been skipping Xbox with Neo. So yeah. What'd you guys think of Scorn? Love it. I it's gross, it's gross for me. It's disturbing, but I love it. You know, I love all that <laughs> HR Geiger stuff. No, no, no. Like it's just it's so intriguing and. It has a unique design to it. Um, I'm still kind of curious about the actual like gameplay aspects to it, but I'm just I- I'm excited to give it a shot. Like it, it, it seems up my alley, right, for a horror game. So I'm 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 for it. And I know Centurion is too. Oh yeah, it looks a little more slow paced compared to say Callisto Protocol, but uh, I think I'll wait for the uh, critical reception, read some reviews, read some takes before I, uh, I give it a try. It looks like. Yeah, it's I'm on the fence with it right now, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really curious about uh, Josh Sawyer's game. Uh, you know, the one from Obsidian, um, Pentiment. Uh, yeah, I know that. I mean, it's not going to be for everyone. You know, it's a little lower scale. It's a 2D like side-scrolling game, but just because it's like a medieval like medieval like puzzle slash i almost want to say murder mystery in some ways i'm curious i'm really curious about it so i want to i want to give it a shot i just hope that it's not lost during the uh, november game releases (laughs) 
So. Oh yeah, I mean, this, yeah, it's not going to attract like the millions upon millions of gamers because you know it, it is. It looks like an indie title, but like the guy's pedigree speaks for itself to everyone who knows him. If it has like the personalized choice driven, like yeah, like like the like if the adventure is tailored for you and what you want to do, and it has like the spider web of branching choices. That's a, there's a market for that. Like a lot of gamers want to see more games like that, despite like it's art style. Mm-hmm. Now, was there anything, guys, uh, that you know you felt was like missing from the show, or you know you thought that would be there but didn't make it? Because I thought Contraband was gonna make it personally. Yeah, uh, they had a uh, a trademark for it, like what a week ago or a couple of days ago. I I thought it was gonna uh, we were gonna see something from it. But it just so, never showed. Yeah. So I thought, just my expectations for the show were thrown out the window as soon as they said it's games in the next twelve months, right? Mm-hmm. So there was yeah. a lot that I thought was going to be there that as soon as they said it's about the next twelve months that I knew wasn't going to be there. Um, I think they should have done eighteen months and not twelve personally, so that they could get one or two more first party AAAs in there because that's what felt a little lacking in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's what takes it from a. Uh, that's what takes my like, a thing from an A to a B for the show. Um, mm-hmm. so like you know, I think they could have gotten the fall 2023 games because Lord knows they have to have at least one, if not two, AAA fall 2023 titles, right? They have to. They will logically. If they don't, something's wrong. Right. Um. Yeah. So. To build um, on that, that's what felt la- that's what felt missing for me. Yeah, to build on that, given that they said twelve months, Golden Eyes mission was kind of head scratching to me. You think that it was all but confirmed with the achievements online, so uh, I'm wondering why they're saving that one for later in the year, or if it's not coming out like like last the, like the last time they attempted it. I don't know. I felt like it should have been there too. Was it Invader who said it when we were talking beforehand that maybe it's because yeah. they have to do something with Nintendo? It's possible because because of like that the rights mess that is in fact Goldeneye. It might be a Nintendo show. Yeah, because like maybe that's the deal they had to make. Hey, well, it's gonna be at our show, but yeah, after we re- announce it, then there'll be like a news or press release saying, "Hey, it's coming to Nintendo because... and Xbox." Yeah, because the writing's on the wall. The achievements are there, guys. It seems like it's ready to release. And, and they're unlocking the show. them. Yeah, they're unlocking <laughs> them. And Sarah Bond was teasing some stuff like a couple of days ago, right? Like uh, something GoldenEye related, which was kind of interesting. So, I, me, my feeling is that it's either going to be at Nintendo's, what, Treehouse event, whenever that is. Or, I mean... I yeah, or guys, isn't Xbox having another like after show thing on Tuesday? Are they having like another yeah for new content? Fair. It's supposed to be all new like trailers and stuff. Yeah, but it's unclear if it's like anything new. New will be shown there, or if it's new but new stuff from what they only from what they announced. Um. That's why I think the yeah. stuff that they already shown it just in sixty four game just with hey we basically gave you a mode that's like using un you know like the Unreal Engine if we just ran this through it and it's because I played it it's literally one for one exactly the same game kind of like Halo Anniversary mm-hmm. 
and it just has a new coat of paint and you can just press a button and it flips back and forth between the two instantly on the fly otherwise it's the identical game <laughs> all right yeah i mean i guess the more i think about i mean it's possible they'll show up at uh, nintendo's stream event so but we'll have to wait and see i mean there's a bunch of shows going on the next couple of days capcom is tomorrow um again like hey, we'll wait a couple of days and see what happens they'll give us something to talk about next weekend for sure um now, guys, we had talked about this because, again, where there was some interesting leaks over the past couple of months on the store, and we thought, oh, you know, it was going to show up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, like, yeah. you know, like Age Good of job. Empires or Rise of Nations possibly coming to console. I know, Tim, you had, like, a strong feeling that we're going to get, like, an Age of Empires well, announcement for console, but I don't know. I had asked, asked, and I was basically told a while back that... Um, they want to, uh, you know, unify everything. So any game that comes out on PC should come to Xbox. Flight Sim was uh, part of that initiative. Um, so I think there's still an open uh, possibility for that, um, especially when it's in Game Pass. So uh, keep your eyes out open for that one. Uh, maybe they just can't do it. Maybe it's too elaborate. Uh, that's possible too. But, uh, you know, um, I was disappointed that wasn't there today. Yeah, I mean, like it's being said in the chat, there were a lot of leaks that kind of didn't show up during the show. I mean, because uh, I remember, I think it was Grub that talked about uh, what a a Shadowrun game possibly in the works. I mean, it would have been good timing with uh, that's the the games going into Game Pass. Basically, what in a few days, it would have been nice to see like a trailer or something for something new on that end. You know, nothing showed up there. Uh, Project Dragon, nothing there. Uh, for IO Interactive. You know, there's a few titles that we know of things that are in the works that, you know, nothing really. Same thing with uh, a certain Affinities game as well. And one thing, actually, you know, um, just to kind of slowly wind things down, guys, I was, I was kind of surprised we didn't see any Halo Infinite content, to be honest with you. Um... Like, maybe we'll see it tomorrow, but I was just kind of surprised it didn't show off, like, oh, here's season, you know, a tease for, like, Forge or season three or something. I don't know, I just kind of, I, I did think that we would have saw something for it, but that's just me. Oh, I mean, Forge, yes. I mean, what would they show for season three? Season three is not until, like, what, November? Yeah, yeah it's a bit of like... I don't know, they might have, I don't um, know, just a tease of something, you know? Uh, you know, I... We we know that they have something for Halo on June 14th. I was saying this to uh, other Zinc in chat. Um, they teased June 14th way back in May when they showed <laughs> off Season 2 for the first time. Mm -hmm. Whether or not this is actually going to be at the Extended Showcase or it's going to be in its own little Halo announcement on the same day, who knows? But th they teased explicitly June 14th back in may so we will see halo at some point um i just think they don't i don't think they had a big enough announcement for halo that's coming soon enough to show that they're ready to show yeah um, is what it is three four three they need they need just need more time in the oven that's just how it is like i'm sure forge is working right now 
but I'm sure the UI is not clean because it's like one of the last things you do, right? So like, you don't want to show that, and they probably don't want to make a cleaned up version for a showcase that they're going to be in for 30 seconds with Forge. Um, they probably didn't want to do a teaser for the Endless, which I'm sure is. I, I am 99% sure that's going to be a story campaign expansion. Oh, Gary. Yeah. Or next year. Yeah. yeah. They, they, but, they, you know, when the focus was gameplay, 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 imagine the crowd reaction if the Halo content was a cinematic CGI-ish trailer for a story expansion. That would not, like, I mean, I would have loved it, personally, because I love the Halo, uh, um, the, uh, you know, the Halo, um, like, lore Whoa. and stuff like that. But I don't think it would have. I think it would have gone over like a lead balloon with uh, very loud, obnoxious people, you know. Because <laughs> like, oh my god, we're still getting CGI trailers for Halo Infinite. That that would not have. So you know, that's not going to happen. So what? 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 You know, what do they show? Um, I think tomorrow is a great. Or I mean, not tomorrow. The fourteenth is a great day for them to show Forge, because that's like the developer insight day. And we had one or two weird things. Like, I think we got, like, a Hellblade video documentary at last year's extended gameplay, extended showcase. Did we not? Like, I'm, I'm almost positive we did. I'll be honest, I can't remember. Like, like Ninja Theory showed up, and, like, there was not a whole lot of new stuff for people to latch onto besides, like, dev talk, right? But, like, there was definitely one or two things last year that, like, weren't at the original showcase, but it wasn't, like, a trailer. You know, it was devs coming out to talk. So, I mean, that would be a good time to come out and show Halo's Forge. You know what I mean? Sh show it off and be like, hey, this is our very in-development. We didn't want to show this in a trailer, but here you guys can see a little bit behind the scenes. Here's Forge, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, that could be on the 14th. Yeah, and that's a fair comment, honestly. Yeah, you know, you, you are right. They were teasing something about uh, that date for sure. Um, and I guess just to, like, slowly end off, too, I was kind of bummed that we didn't see any, like, anything for Avowed, personally. Yeah, big sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looks like it might have went on to some reboots, and according to our, uh, our favorite Jason Schreier, who, who, who does have definitely legitimate contacts, said that, uh, it's one of the re reboots, some change of management, um, you know, he showed his ugly appearance today you know he was fighting with quo roll but um that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't dissuade from the fact that he did have some news on that and it makes sense because they should have been there today at this point um so you know that that title might have been pushed back again you know it might be 2024 uh but uh regardless um they gotta get these games right and they have to have them you know uh the right way you can't have them uh done the wrong way and you can't rush them and there's no need to rush especially the lesson that they learned this year there's definitely no need to rush ever if you can handle it it looks like they're handling it <clears throat> so uh yeah i agree i i felt like this the, the 12 month thing was uh, a limiting factor to them and it, it definitely was not the best thing you could do to start off the show like that um, but next year, I hope that they're much more liberal with that. I think that the 12-month thing was strictly because of the Starfield delay and everyone saying uh, the Starfield delay and the fact that Forza was not going to hit in the in the uh, 
in the uh, fall uh, was a big, the big factor. So they wanted to focus on what they did, and I think that um, the game plan went according to well. They, you know, they 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 got by, and seems like they, you know, uh, survived it. And uh, now they're just going to be freaking absolutely loaded, and uh, you you know they're going to have a ton of stuff, uh, as we know. But more stuff to announce. Game awards. We're gonna all be sitting, sitting pretty, knowing that we're gonna get information, uh, possibly uh, an XO uh, this year. So keep your eyes out, uh, opened. And you know, for me, I, I'm gonna go to sleep now, guys. It's been an awesome day, uh, and uh, we will talk more next week. Hopefully, we get some news Tuesday. It's been a pleasure, and uh, take care. All right, sounds good, Timmy. Get some sleep for sure. Uh, you're definitely putting in your hours the past uh, the yeah. past week. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll uh, start closing off things, guys. But uh, I put a little uh, vote in the chat. Uh, you know, how is everybody rating the show? Uh, you know, some uh, people gave it an A at thirty-one percent, a B at forty-two. C at 23 and D for five. So overall, I mean, pretty, uh, there seems to be a pretty positive response, uh, from the chat, from the viewers, uh, people who are, uh, I guess more inclined to be Xbox fans, uh, obviously, because if you watch the show, but, uh, people seem to be happy about it. So, I mean, that's a good thing. I like the gameplay overall, the focus on gameplay. Forza Motorsport looks fantastic, man. Maple Valley, oh man, that track looks fantastic. I love what they're doing with that. I can't wait to play that. Um, just too bad that it's uh, not this fall, but hey, gotta wait a couple of months. Um, does anybody else on the panel have anything else that they want to add before we start uh, closing things off? Yes, no? no? I mean, you know, good showcase. Um, uh, not... Not the blow me away I was hoping for, but like not bad by any stretch of the means. Better than anything we've had in the last while, you know. Probably the best showcase we've had in a few years. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I, I mean, again, personally, I enjoyed the the focus on gameplay. Sure, there was a few yep. CGIs, but I did really appreciate that there was more of a uh, uh, a pre- you know they wanted to push gameplay out. So. I mean, yeah, CGI is fine when you have that much gameplay. Just you know, it's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Obviously, um, again, I talked about some games I would have liked to have seen, but I guess you know that's personal preference, personally. Um, otherwise, yeah, over- I was happy. You know, there were some nice surprises in there too. Um, overall, I thought it was a fine show, a fine show. Um, but yeah, guys, um. I think on that note, folks, we'll, uh, you know, we've had a good time here. We'll start just wrapping things off and calling it a night. Uh, Awesome stuff tonight uh, with our coverage and thoughts on Xbox and the Bethesda Showcase. There were lots of games showing off and overall just, again, a pretty good show. Uh, Please let us know what you thought of the show in the comments section. As well, remember to smash that like button and sub to the channel as we'd love to have you stick around. Uh, Next up, why don't we make our way over to the outro, starting off with Eric Shockley. Buddy, uh, hey, good commentary tonight. I loved your uh, excitement, especially for, you know, the persona and whatnot. Uh, Where can everybody follow you? Yeah, as always, you can find me at ShockNero on Twitter, EasyShock on Xbox Live. But yeah, uh, overall, decent show. Uh, 
for the uh for the Xbox showcase. Um good to see the finally see the gameplay and at least the next twelve months we have pretty much constant stuff dropping in Game Pass starting next week with Shredder's Revenge and then you have stuff leading all the way out with like Plague's Tale that uh full long di- fallen dynasty early next year. So we have a lot of content coming throughout the rest of these uh, few months. And then hopefully that carries on where, you know, we're going to have consistent uh, games as Bethesda's games, you know, start dropping. Hopefully we get more info in Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo at the beginning of next year. And then we have a bunch of slew of games to play, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well said. I, I totally agree. Uh, moving on down here, General MLD, buddy. Loved your takes tonight. Uh, again, lots of good stuff showing off. Uh, where can all the fine people tuning in uh, follow you at? Uh, thank you, thank you. You guys can find me at MLD Ghost on Twitter, Ghost MLD on Xbox Live. You'll find me gaming there. Overall, this was a great show. We, we, we asked for gameplay. We got gameplay. Got a lot of first party variety. A lot of day one Game Pass titles. Both both first both. Uh, multiplied and timed exclusives i feel like they hit all the bases minor nitpicks aside so uh yeah i'm looking forward to uh to the to the next one on tuesday mm-hmm. yeah totally man and uh even so again there's other shows too uh you know capcom nintendo and so on i know i know different tastes obviously but uh, lots of good stuff to uh keep us entertained any- anyways uh, moving on here, Centurion, buddy. Hey, I thought you had some really great insights tonight. Uh, love your, you know, your takes on things as well. Where can all these uh, beautiful, beautiful people follow you? Oh, for sure. It was an awesome day today. Thank you, gentlemen, for uh, discussing the show. Uh, awesome discussions. Thank you to everybody that joined us in the chat. For those interested in following me, find me at Centurion1307 on Twitter, Xbox Live, and, of course, YouTube. You can also find me right here every Sunday night on the TXR podcast, and you can also find me every Wednesday night over on Gaming Beyond the Box. All right, good stuff. Definitely follow Centurion. And who do we got here? Crusader, my bud who's uh, hopped up on lots of caffeine at the moment. Uh, I know, again, you've been making the rounds today. Uh, great show, bud. Uh, where can everybody find you? You can find me at Crusader3456 on Twitter, where I will be talking about everything under the sun from all of the various many showcases this week for the next few weeks because there's a lot of good stuff shown for everywhere everyone had great showcases this year um yeah and you know gaming r slash gaming leaks and rumors same username as uh i am on here and on twitter so that's the shtick all right you got it my friend and let's see to close out the uh, the show. You can find my co- content on YouTube at Invader Gaming. I just happened to drop a video a few days ago for a review, actually, for Kirby and the Forgotten Land. So be sure to give that a look if you got some uh, some time, guys. Great show tonight, and yeah, again, guys, we look forward to catching you here on the next one. Later. <laughs>